Hello, welcome to another episode of the Rack Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Hall, and hope everyone liked our last episode, our little special one of parental advisory with my good friend Patrick. We're hoping to do more of those when we can get together and do that. I know he had a good time. I definitely had a good time. It's always good to have someone to bounce to bounce conversations with when regarding different movies instead of just hearing myself talk into the void. So today I've got something different. Instead of just doing a movie that's out currently out in the theaters, try something different. I'm going to give you some suggestions of movies that I've watched through different streaming platforms. Uh, today we'll talk about the movie Dumplin' from Netflix and then also uh, on the if you have Hulu I've got a documentary that you might be interested in called Southwest of Salem the story of the San Antonio 4 and then lastly I have on Amazon Prime a movie that I really enjoyed actually watched it uh, a while back uh, called 8th grade it's now available on Amazon Prime so I kind of I wrote a review about it on my website. I really enjoyed it. So we'll get into all that as well as we'll discuss two trailers at Astra and Onward. All right, let's get into it. We're going to start off on with Netflix's Dumplin'. This came this was released in December of 2018. The movie stars, it's based on the book by Julie Murphy. It stars Danielle McDonald, who I first saw in the movie called Patty Cakes. It was an independent film that came out. I saw a preview of it, and it looked really interesting, really funny, and but yet with a good message about a girl that lives in Detroit that it's kind of like a story of she's kind of stuck and her normal just working fast food, having to take care of her grandmother, and she's really good at rapping, and she gets into these kind of rap. It's kind of like, it's not, I don't want to say it's like 8 Mile, but it's a better version of 8 Mile, a lot better. Anyways, it's really good. It's really heartfelt. I really enjoyed her in that. And she's also been in the uh, eco-terrorist movie called The East. I don't think I've seen that one but it had Alexander Skarsgård in it also and then she was in a movie called Every Secret Thing which uh, I can't I think Elle Fanny or one of the Fannies was in that movie and anyways it also uh, she also stars Jennifer Aniston too so Daniel McDonald stars as Wildeen Dumplin whose mother Rosie is played by Jennifer Aniston it's a former beauty queen and now runs the teen beauty pageant in their hometown. Will is a plus size teen that, after discovering an, an application of her from her late aunt, had started to fill out but not completed. Will Dean decides to enter the contest in a protest because she realizes her aunt started to fill it out, her aunt who was also plus size. I guess she didn't feel as if she'd be able to compete or was embarrassed, so she never filled it out. So Wildeen decides that she's going to enter this in a protest in honor of her aunt, who 
they were both really, you know, they were, she had a really close relationship with. She makes some new friends and throughout the course of the movie decides to try and actually win the competition because she realizes she could actually have a chance at it if she actually tries. She ends up befriending a couple of drag queens that have a Dolly Parton drag show every Friday night. And one of the lead drag queens is Harold Perrineau from the Matrix trilogy. I believe he was also in The Lost. And he's been in some other uh, great movies. So Wildeen, with the help of his friend, with the help of her friends and her drag queen, Dolly Parton drag queen friends, help uh, get them ready, her and her friends ready for the beauty contest. Jennifer Aniston, who also produced the film, used a lot of Dolly Parton songs and also got Dolly Parton to write two new songs for the film. Because as part of the story is that Willa Dean and her aunt both had a love for Dolly Parton. So she's grown up and been raised with Dolly Parton music and tries to, I don't want to say emulate her personality, but, you know, try and if you're, go big, go bold, you know, something like that. So some trivia is that Jennifer Aniston actually mistook one of the Dolly drag queens as Dolly Parton one time. That's how good, I guess. One of them looked, or how close one of them actually looked. There's not a whole lot, not a whole lot of trivia uh, on this movie. Uh, there's no unknown. It's the budget's unknown, or how much. And it, since it was in straight to Netflix, it's not going to have um, a release like a weekend gross or budget. But you can tell it's a small film, and it's done really well. What I liked about it is that it was something different. Uh, I thought it was a fun, heartwarming tale that is encouraging its characters to step out of their comfort zone and try something they've never done before. It's one of the few Netflix movies that I think is a win. Netflix has a way of just purchasing a bunch of movies that come out that are seeking distribution and then slapping the Netflix name on it with them not really being good quality movies. I mean, it's you're going like one for 30, one for 40, like one good quality one for every 20 or 30 slap a name Netflix on. But that's just my opinion, of course. It is a great movie that's for teens and adults alike. I think the story is good. The acting is great. Jennifer Aniston's great as a former beauty queen trying to trying to hold on and trying to also follow the rules as strictly as possible, but also the fact that she loves her daughter. She was a little apprehensive at first, but then you see that she, you see her change and evolve, which is what you look for in a good character that you kind of want to root for. And that she ends up just being very, you know, ex- exceedingly proud of her daughter for even trying. The movie doesn't end the way a person may expect it to end, or maybe it does. I'm not. I guess you'll have to watch it and let me know. It it didn't end the way I thought it would, but I did. I was okay with the ending.
I'm loving the rules that uh, that Daniel McDonald is choosing or has been playing. Like I said, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed Patty Cakes. Uh, if you could find it somewhere, do yourself a favor and watch it. It is just it, it's good. It's fun. It's just a good fun movie. I'm also really enjoying the uh, roles Jennifer Aniston's been picking lately, too. It's something that's not her rom-com movies from the 90s, the late 90s and early aughts, I guess. Um, She's been choosing a little more serious roles. She's been doing a lot more producing, I believe, too. Uh, If you haven't seen Cake, she was nominated for a Golden Globe for that role. She was absolutely amazing. It's, It's a great drama. It's a good character study. And she really kind of surprised me in that role, and I really enjoyed it. So if you get a chance, uh, definitely catch that one as well. Like I said, Dumplin's a good family movie. If you want to watch something with family, uh, you know, it's great for just your teens to watch or just for you to watch. It's not, uh, there's not curse, you know, I don't recall there being really any cursing, if any. And, you know, they kind of wanted to keep it PG, I believe. So... Uh, that's Dumplin'. It's on Netflix still. Uh, that's my recommendation for that one. Moving on to Hulu. There's a... I, I watched a... I like documentaries, especially a, a good quality... You know, one that I think might be pretty interesting. So the one I came across is on is currently on Hulu. It's called Southwest of Salem, The Story of the San Antonio Four. This movie was released in 2016, so it's a few years old, and I hadn't heard of it, so that's so that's neat. I like coming across ones that have come out that I just didn't, you know, that I'm that I've missed. There are some good quality ones that kind of slip through the cracks. So the story follows four lesbian women who were falsely accused of raping two young girls. The story follows that the women uh, follows the women as they seek to as they seek exoneration through interviews, home videos, and courtroom news coverage. The story of how they were charged and convicted are told. More importantly, how they were able to be exonerated. This story is heartbreaking. It is it could be it, I want to say it can be hard to watch. Nothing gets shown like nothing gratuitous. There's no. Uh, overly descriptive, I guess, uh, talks as regards to the rapes. It's more of what these people are going through and what links the police and prosecution went to to try and hurry up and find these women guilty without any credible evidence. It's just they were, all they did was rely on the testimony of these two girls that were coerced by one of the girl's fathers in a way for him to get custody of the two girls. The So as these women are trying to go through the system, go through appeals, they keep denying their they keep denying their that they're guilty. They keep proving you know trying to say that they're innocent. And finally it takes after a couple of appeals, it takes a recognition of this one lawyer who had heard about it, follow it, and then noticed that there wasn't any ev- any credible evidence. So he seeks, about 13 or 14 years later, 
to try and get these ladies out of out of prison. One of them had actually reached parole out of the four and got out and worked with the lawyer to help try and get these ladies a new you know a new court they you know try a new appeal and try and get them exonerated and get everything dropped. It actually took the one of the young girls who is now at this point she's grown a grown woman her recanting her testimony and due to that recanting and also the way forensic science had changed in 15 years and the study of uh, children and their and their bio, biological makeup that these ladies finally got their day in court and you it's just it's just really well done good the storytelling's done really well and the way they were able to intertwine the interviews and the and the original footage makes it more compelling and doesn't make it seem kind of dry so that one so you know I'd recommend this for sure if you're into courtroom dramas and or just a good uh, I don't say mystery isn't really mystery just a good uh, well-made documentary Again, that one's Southwest of Salem, the story of the San Antonio Four, and it is now available on Hulu. Alright, the third one is on Amazon Prime, and the movie's called Eighth Grade. It stars Elise Fisher as Kayla, and this movie was directed, written and directed by... I guess he's was first uh, found spotlight on YouTube. He was a YouTuber, <laughs> YouTuber who uh, then branched out, got noticed, and started doing comedy. His name's Bo Berman. I really enjoy Bo Ber- Bo Berman's comedy. He has a good, uh, not quite Dimitri Martin feel, but he's his style is kind of a little. You could see similarities. Anyways, this is his. This is the first movie he's written. It's his directorial debut. And he wrote this amazing script that's a coming-of-age story for teens and adults uh, that everyone can relate to and empathize with. We can all relate with Kayla, played by Elise Fisher, a teenage girl trying to fit in during the age of social media. It gives a glimpse of what it is like to be a teenager in this age of technology, especially as Kayla finishes her eighth grade year getting ready to start high school. It goes from everything of her checking the status of the most popular kid in school on all the various social medias, liking all their photos and and uh, following all their stories and then also same thing with the also with the uh, boy in the movie that she has a crush on she ends up following him trying to get to know him going to these different things she wouldn't normally do but in order to get closer to him she goes to these functions and it's it's just so well done and her father I forgot the characters the gentleman's name that plays her father but I felt for him, I guess, as a father, 
it uh it kind of it kind of hit me. I just really Josh Hamilton's the is the actor that plays father. He was in Francis Hall, which I also like. Uh, that has Greta Gerwig and and third he played uh, Matt Jensen in Thirteen Reasons Why. If you uh, watch that show on Netflix, and he was in Manchester by he's had all these different great supporting roles, but him playing a single father, trying to understand what his daughter is going through. But understanding that she's not going to probably talk too much because she's getting older, and as you get as kids get older, they start kind of keeping secrets because they don't want to talk to their dads or their parents about their feelings and what they're going through and the different things going on that way. But it is just really well done. I would highly recommend this. I believe this movie is suitable for anybody to watch. Uh, you know whether they're. 13 or whether they're you know grown person it's it's something that we can all kind of go back and relate to kind of like watching the breakfast club it's something we can still all relate to in some way if you're old enough to have seen that when you were younger but i would definitely give this a shot Um, and let and let me know what you think if you liked it great if not you know let me know that too um so those are my three recommendations for streaming for right now. I've could, I could come up with a list of others, but I, I just wanted to at least kind of talk about and touch on and touch on those because those are the ones that thought kind of stood out to me. Plus, it's something different. Nothing is not just the normal. Oh, hey, look! You probably just missed it in theaters, and look, it's now on you know Netflix or whatever. Alright, real quick, I want to touch on a couple of trailers that I've, that I've seen that have popped up. The first one is Ad Astra. It's a new sci-fi thriller from a director, James Gray, who directed The Lost City of Z and The Immigrant, as well as We Own the Night. It stars Brad Pitt, Liv Tyler... Tommy Lee Jones, Donald Sutherland, Ruth Nega, and uh, John Ortiz. The story is about an astronaut that travels to the outer edges of the solar system to find his father and unravel a mystery that threatens the survival of our planet. He uncovers secrets which challenge the nature of human existence and our place in the cosmos. So I watched the trailer. I was like, alright, so it's another Interstellar, or at least it's trying to be. I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm curious, but I don't know, I probably need to see another trailer to decide whether or not I think I'm really going to like it, or at least be interested to want to go see it. It says here it's got a release date of September 20th, so it's a September release date. Those generally don't do too well. September is usually a dumping ground. Kind of the way February, I would say, is, but kind of used to be. Um, Starting to get more quality movies in February. However, for the most part, January and February are kind of dumping grounds, as well as September, for uh, 
for uh, movies that aren't super great. Um, but maybe we'll be maybe I'll be surprised. I'll post the trailers on the uh, on the web on my website for everybody to check out. The second movie I want to talk about is um, Onward, which is DreamWorks's latest. Uh, or I'm sorry, not DreamWorks. Pixar and Disney's latest movie. It's uh, the voices because uh, voices are Star Wars himself, Chris Pratt, and Spider Man himself, Tom Holland, as well as Octavia Spencer and Julia Julia Louis Dreyfus. So onward looks cute. I mean, it's gonna do. It's gonna be good. It's a I've yet to see a Disney Pixar movie that wasn't at least. Decent, if not good. It is set in a suburban fantasy world where two teenage elf brothers embark on a quest to discover if there is still magic out there. It is uh, directed by Dan Scanlon. He uh, was a writer on Monsters University. And he's done... uh, He's also a writer on this movie as well. As well as directing Monsters University. So he. uh, And then he worked art department for Cars. And storyboard artists for Tarzan 2. And Dalmatians 2. and uh, As well as the. Basically if it's got a sequel. He's done storyboard art for it. (laughs) It appears. So it should be interesting. uh, Because he's finally getting his chance to. Direct. Uh, since Monsters University, so it looks cute. I mean, I'm sure it'll be good, but it looks cute. That says it's coming out. Says here it's coming out March 6th of next year. So got a ways to wait on that one. But those are the two new trailers that I've seen that are currently out. I'm still actually behind on movies. Um, I did. Uh, if you listen to the Parental Advisory Podcast episode, it talked about how. I was going to go take my daughter to see Aladdin this week. That didn't work out too well for us. Uh, I picked her up, got her all the way to the theater, and they were sold out completely. Three weeks after the movies come out. Now, granted, I took her on, uh, I guess it's it's a reduced rate tickets on Tuesdays. So I think everybody was there because it was cheaper. We did end up seeing The Secret Life of Pets 2 instead because that turned out to work out as a substitute. Um, I enjoyed it. It was fun. I mean, it's a cute movie. I, I really, I thought it was, you know, it was, uh, it had its moments. And uh, I think I've only seen three quarters of the first one and thought it was fine. But this one's cute. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, it's for kids. Both of mine, uh, both kids, I took both kids to the theater. They both laughed. They both really liked it. Uh, so it's it's definitely a kids' movie. It's got uh, Harrison Ford actually plays a voice in this one, and Patton Oswalt takes over the voice of Max in the sequel since uh, Louis C.K. did not come back. Well, probably wasn't asked to come back for the sequel. And uh, Eric Stone Street plays a voice. Tiffany Haddish, his new, plays a voice. Kevin Hart re, uh, reprises his role as Snowball. 
So it's yeah, it's it's a cute movie. If you got kids, they'll love it. I mean, it's 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 fine. It's fine. Animation's not bad. I mean, it's made by Illumination that does all the Minion movies. So, but they really enjoyed it. They had a great time. Um, and they actually sat through the entire movie, which that t- that should say something because my kids have a hard time that last twenty minutes. They tend to get a little squirrely and not want to sit for the entire time. But both of them, yeah, both of them kept their attention for the entire time. So that's a win. And the theater was really full because again, it was reduced ticket night, I guess. But does it need to be seen in the big screen? Not really. But if uh, if you need to get them out of the house and you know go somewhere where they can watch a movie and you can maybe doze off for a few minutes, then yes, this would be a good movie to t- take them to. Um, I did take my son to see Godzilla uh, last weekend, or excuse me, last, uh, the other day, and I'm going to do a different episode on that because I have a guest that I'm going to speak with who is a huge Godzilla fan. So that'll be a separate episode, but he... That was one he he really wanted to see, so we we went. So he and he loved it. So, but we'll get into Godzilla on another episode. Um, but for today, I guess that's gonna wrap it up. I got I still have to take my daughter to see Aladdin, so that'll probably be this weekend after her recital. She's got dance recital this weekend, so that kind of that kind of makes us busy for a while. So maybe Sunday. I guess we'll find out. Uh, I can believe that's it for this week. Again, please uh, subscribe if you if you haven't already. Go to the Facebook page and like the Facebook page, and you know, drop me some comments. I'd really like to hear back, get some feedback, and hear what people think, and you know, know what let me know what you're enjoying, and what you know what can be done better. I'm always trying to improve. So until the next episode, I guess, uh, don't forget to to recommend one movie to one of your friends and also support your local library and uh, check out some books, rent some movies, do it, they're free, so, you know, it's hard to pass up on free. Until uh, next time, I'll talk to you guys later.